Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide. I'm excited to be here with you as a student along with you as we continue in Lesson 5, The Keys to the Kingdom, Section 6, The Importance of Humility. And just as an exciting uh, aside, I emailed, I sent an email through the website to JM, who is the, who was, who was, is the channel for Jeshua in the Way of Mastery, if you didn't know that. Um, I think it's wayofmastery.com, so it's its own website separate from the Shanti Cristo Foundation. And to be honest, I, I haven't really done a lot of, like, studying about JM as the channel, um... Honestly, in part because I didn't want it to ruin the way of mastery for me. Like if I found out something about, you know, him or his human humanity that was like, oh, crap, um, because the teachings for me are so pure. And I went on the website and uh, been, I watched some YouTube videos of JM talking. There was one on his website where he talks about channeling, like how he became the channel for the way of mastery. He was not really aware of A Course in Miracles at all, and he was very skeptical of this voice in his head that claimed to be Jeshua, Jesus, and he demanded proof, and he had all these incredible experiences, and uh, if I recall correctly, he said it took him like nine years to finally like relent and be like, all right, I'll be the channel for you in this way. And it's just I really inspiring. I really connect with it. This, you know, I feel like this is one of my um, reasons for being here is to support people in hearing the call from spirit, from Jeshua, from God, from their heart and answering the call. And there's often a lot of resistance and fear and skepticism and doubt uh, about it. So um, that's what I do when I coach people. That's what we do. What is your heart calling for? Let's answer that call. And all of the fears, doubts, resistance, limiting beliefs, old program is going to come up as you commit and take action to answering your calling. Uh, and that's the work is to bring forgiveness and healing and just seeing that there, it's just the, the ego voice. Sometimes just to see, oh, this is just like the greatest hits of the ego, fear, doubt, and worry. If I just see it and I don't invest in it, I don't give it extra value, I don't obsess about it, I don't try and correct it, I don't try and make it wrong, I'm just, oh, there it is again, let me make a different choice. Sometimes that alone is enough for a shift. And then we're off again, following our heart, doing whatever's in front of us. That's that's coaching for me. And when heavier stuff comes up, we do some revelation breath work to move that energy out. And we're always just moving forward in the direction of our dreams, showing up and embodying more of our empowered self. So anyways, back to JM, I reached out on his site and I said, hey, would you be willing to be a guest? I think that would be cool to kind of throw in some interviews along with the studying. And uh, that was just a couple of days ago. I may never hear back, but I'll just I'll ask every once in a while. And yeah, anyways, if you ever listen to this JM, uh, really just inspired by your commitment to this work and to answering the call. So here we go. Uh, section six, the importance of humility. I think we're going to look at paragraphs one, two, and three here. And Jeshua continues. No single characteristic is of greater importance than humility. 
Not the feigned humility that is taught in certain world religions, but a genuine humility. For humility does not mean that you stand in front of a group of people who give you a standing ovation and say, oh gosh, you don't have to do that, it's not important, so that you can look like you are humble when inwardly you are thinking, oh God, that feels so good, clap a little louder, clap a little longer, but I won't tell you that. Do you know that kind of humility? Is it not the kind of humility you were taught in your schools? So, again, Jeshua bringing uh, a sense of humor to this work. It's very relatable, very easy to understand uh, with some humor. So no characteristic is of greater importance than humility. It's not, for whatever reason, it's not one of the keys to the kingdom, which are desire, intention, allowance, and surrender, but it's the most important characteristic And when he says it's not the feigned humility that is taught in certain world religions, to be honest, I don't know enough about world religions. I mean, I know what they are, Hindu, Buddhism. I don't know much about Shintoism, Islam, you know, Judeo-Christian. But I'm not really sure what he's talking about when he says that uh, certain world religions teach a feigned humility. But he's talking about a genuine humility. I definitely can relate to this idea of like, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to that, where you get a compliment and you deflect it right away, you can't receive it, or you don't want to seem like you are enjoying it too much. So you're like, ah, somebody's like, oh my gosh, you look really nice today. Ah, what, this old outfit? But instead of being like, well, thank you, I received that compliment, uh, is different. So being able to receive. And doing a good job at something and being recognized. You know, I was a, you know, of saying in a lot of places, Carnegie Hall, cathedrals, um, all county choirs when I was younger. Um, and it would feel good to get uh, applause at the end of singing like the Messiah with a, with a choral group. And so this idea of being recognized for something and trying to fake humility, I think a lot of us can relate to. And he's saying this is not the humility that we're going to talk about here. So paragraph two, he says, genuine humility flows from the deep-seated recognition that you cannot save yourself, that you are created and not creator, that you are effect and not cause in an absolute sense, that something called life is not yours, that there is something beyond your capacity of containment and intellectual understanding. And if that something ever decided to give up loving you, you would cease to be. This is a powerful, deep, beautiful paragraph. I literally have the entire thing underlined and several pieces uh, highlighted and some like really like underlined like four times. So it's really thick underlined. So let's just take a look. Genuine humility flows from a recognition, a re-knowing that you cannot save yourself. And when he says you, he's talking about the ego you. This He's addressing this small self that we think we can save ourselves, that we think we're the creator. But he's saying, no, you're the created. You're the effect, not cause. Creator with a capital C. You're not creator. You're not God. You're not source. You're the effect. You've been loved into existence. So you can't save yourself because you think you're separate. And he says in an absolute sense, your effect and not cause, because his whole message is that you are cause, that I alone am the creator of all that I experience. So 
in an absolute sense, only God is cause. And yet in our experience, as an in, as a wave, as an individualized emanation, manifestation of the all that is in form, in unique expression, we are made in the image and likeness of that. We also are cause to our own effects. And as we realize that we are not the separate self with our own agendas, although we can have those, those don't ever really work out. They always lead to dead ends. As we more and more remember and wake up to what we are as the wave, we can allow the the creative loving desires of the creator of the ocean to come through us and then create and manifest through us. And Jeshua is saying, this is genuine humility. Because he says that you you remember, you recognize that something called life, and he says it with a capital L, is not yours. Life does not belong to us. It is. And we are a part of it. We are of it. We are expressing it. But it's not doesn't belong to us. And so humility stems from these understandings. And, and there's something, it's italicized for en- emphasis, there's something beyond your capacity of containment and in intellectual understanding that understanding beyond your intellectual understanding, beyond what the brain can think and kind of know intellectually and posit is something, is life. And you, you are never, it's beyond that. So you try as you might, you can never know it from the, from the intellect. You can know, you can think about it, but you can never know it. Knowing is from the heart. Thinking intellectual is limited. And he says, if that's something, he doesn't even call it God or creator. That's how beyond the intellect it is. He says, if that's something ever decided to give up loving you, you would cease to be. Now, that's the death that the ego is afraid of, the ceasing to be. You know, we think we're our body, so we're like, holy crap, when I die, when my body dies, I'm done. I'm, I'm ceasing to be. So many people believe that. If you're listening to this, I don't think you believe that. But he's saying if God, if the all that is, if life, if the ocean decide ever decided to give up loving you, which we know it wouldn't. But if it ever did, that's he's saying he's just giving demonstration. That's how powerful source is. If it ever decided to give up loving you, you would cease to be. And that's not to induce fear. It's just, again, about humility, that you are not the maker and the doer, that life is not yours, that you are not the creator. So let's look at the next paragraph three. No matter how deep you go into the depth of God. And no matter how deep you achieve an awareness and consciousness of union with God, what God is remains forever beyond your growing capacity to understand God. It is like an ocean of infinite depth. When you realize that strive as you might, you will never wrap yourself, your little self, around that source, you will rest into humility, genuine humility beautiful, profound, no matter how deep, he says, you go into the depth of God, no matter how deep you achieve an awareness and consciousness of union with God, which he said is the desire. Everything is desire. Nothing is created 
without desire, so desire perfect union with God. So what you desire is important. So desire perfect union with God. This is just what he says in the first key. So if this is, no matter how deep an awareness and consciousness of union you have with God, what God is remains forever beyond your growing capacity to understand God. You know what that means? If we are brothers and us, you too, shall do these things and more, Jeshua said, then I would think by extension, by logical extension, Jeshua himself doesn't this is this applies to Jeshua too. No matter how deep Jeshua has gone into the depth of God, no matter his own awareness and union with God, what God is remains forever beyond his growing capacity to understand God. How amazing and fascinating and beautiful is that? It's like an ocean of infinite depth because God is all. And it's forever extending and expanding itself in loving creation. So when you realize that strive as you might with your intellect, with your small self, you'll never wrap your small self, your little self, Jeshua says, around that source, source with a capital S. You never will. It's beyond intellectual capacity. So we try so hard. And if we let go of the trying, of the braininess, of the intellect, which makes us feel safe to understand what life is, and we drop into the heart and the knowing, you will rest into humility. You will know you are safe. You are know you are of the divine of source. So it's okay that you don't understand the absolute infinite depth of God. You will know what you need to know when you need to know it, and that's okay. Genuine humility. So let us finish with this. It is so beautiful. The brain doesn't get it. It tries. It understands the concepts, but it doesn't understand and know. And this is a beautiful first opening of this section. And tomorrow we'll continue with more goodness. Uh, I'm very honored to be on this journey with you guys. I love you. I'm just sharing my experiences. And every time I study and not study again from the intellect, although some of it is intellect, but practice these principles meditate and rest in these principles, ask these questions and listen, it deepens for me too each time around. So wherever you're at in this journey, let that be okay. Let it be enough. This is a never-ending journey. This is not a goal to get to the end of this book so that you intellectually understand it. It's a practice. It's a deepening. Just like Jeshua was talking about, the ocean of infinite depth within you too. So... It's awesome. If you get value from this podcast, from these teachings and what I'm sharing, please give us a good review. I think it helps the most, more than liking and subscribing and sharing. Well, sharing is for others to serve them. Giving us a good review helps others as well and supports the podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.